Welcome to Mosaic Minds, everyone. I'm your host, Vince, alongside my best pal. A very slightly kind of maybe drunk Tristan. <laughs> and today, we will be discussing humanity. Tris, explain what you told me earlier. And okay, I will so close one my thing, door to the one, fans. Alright, no problem. One thing that absolutely disgusts me about humanity, everybody, is uh, I was just recently reading uh, an article. Well, kind of an article on certain bands, and uh, from what I remember, I closed the window so you know everybody don't kill me for you know for for forgetting these things. I mean, I have drank a little bit. I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of out of it. Anyway, so going on. Um, generally, the point is, One Direction and uh, Nirvana and Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day. You said you said one. Um, Sorry, it was one it was it was Nirvana, Metallica. It, it was Nirvana, Metallica, and One Direction. And no, Green not Day. One Direction. Cancel them out for the second. Right, One Direction was one of the assholes. Thank you, Vince. Um, fuck, who was it again? You want me to? You want me to say it, Tris? All right, thank you. Um, Nirvana, Metallica, Blink One Eight Two, and Green Day. All right, cool. That helps. Nonetheless, anyway, they all did really cool things. Like, for example, um, it was Green Day that heard of a student dance for graduation in which the student dance was canceled due to the fact that the school board learned that there was a lesbian couple going to this prom. And they thought, well, that's really screwed up because this is canceled because there's a gay couple going there. So what they did is they paid for the entire prom um, for every single student in order to hold it at a different location. That's really cool. Yes. Secondly, um, I think it was uh, Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana was contacted by a woman who was... Oh, Metallica. Oh, it was Metallica? Okay, thank you, Chris man. is very drunk tonight, everyone. I'm... Which is weird, because I've actually been taking it easy for the past couple of days, but then again, that's probably the reason why I am, considering I haven't tried much. Well, you're not slurring, so when you start slurring, you're gonna have to cancel the show. I'm not slurring? Really? You're not slurring, you're just... Yeah, it's like... Uh... It's along those things. I, I feel like I'm slurring. Anyway. Okay, it was... Sorry. Who was it? Uh, Alright, you want... Tris, I'll tell it, you just all right. back and relax. Alright, fine. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sit here and just try to get my drunk away. <laughs> Alright, so... I mean, Metall silly things. <laughs> Among other things. So, uh, Metallica heard cries from a 90-year-old woman. Now, Tris can uh, help me understand if I remember this correctly, because it was only five minutes ago. Now, yeah, she... Um, she requested them to meet them, and they came and met her. They had apparently a time together, and then Nirvana, well, just Kurt Cobain. I'm, but he's, but the band Nirvana in a sense, but I assume it's only Kurt Cobain. Uh, would stay up to like what we stay up to, recording for you guys. It's three a.m. It was three a.m. Actually, three a.m. We stay up till three a.m. recording this shit. Chris, I know it's been a couple days, but... <laughs> it has been a couple days, but yet at the same time, it still feels just as harrowing as it usually does. Yes. Um, but yes, nonetheless, you can see we do indeed... Um, 
quite a bit work, in a sense, very hard on this show, just so that you guys can enjoy this. Because now you're going the floor. Well, fuck you. Also, <laughs> also, I found what I was talking about, so I'll read it out instead of us trying to explain it poorly. So, Metallica. A 90-year-old woman wrote to Metallica wanting to meet her favorite band. The band immediately visited the 90-year-old in her nursing home. Nirvana. Singer Kurt Cobain often stayed up around 3 in the morning. Same thing that we do for you guys. Uh, after concerts responding to fan mail, the band also played at various lesbian, bisexual, gay, and transvestite events to raise gay or, uh, to raise awareness of gay rights. Sorry. Uh, Blink-182, a fan wrote a letter to the band just before he committed suicide. Touched, the band wrote Adam's song to honor this man. Green Day. In 2010, a Mississippi school prom was canceled, yes, I already said this, after staff found out a lesbian couple would be attending the prom together. Outraged by the homophobia, the band Green Day paid to hold the prom at a different location for all the students. Now, these are the two that make me very sick. A very sick... My hog truth. If yes. anyone here can stomach this, I give you props, because... Four great things that Tristan went by, and he was horribly sick, and I'm sickened by it. I'm sickened by it. Anyway, so, One Direction. A lot of our female fans, whoever you are, probably know about this band. In fact, many of our people probably know about this band, because it's a very popular band. Anyway, so, for One Direction. A very sick patient in Britain had a Make-A-Wish Foundation wish to see a One Direction concert. The group refused to perform the concert after finding out that they would not be paid to do so. Lastly, Justin Bieber, a Canadian, which makes me absolutely sick to say that he is Canadian. It makes it feel better. He's English-Canadian. But I'm English-Canadian. I thought, well, you're Welsh, too, so... I'm Welsh, Scottish, Irish, English. My God, you're the United Kingdom in one body. Exactly. <laughs> you can imagine the personality conflict. <laughs> anyway, so for Justin Bieber, and again, if I could, I'm going to explain this later. Anyway, anyway, so Justin Bieber, he spit on fans over a balcony. Not only that, he did absolutely nothing to stop a large group of his fan base from cutting themselves. Was allowed into a skydiving park for free, as long as he advertised for it. He did not advertise for it, and he trashed the entire place. Also, he disrespected Anne Frank, Anne fucking Frank, in her own house, and said rape happens for a reason. So, Justin Bieber and the One Direction are both two groups, so to speak, which are extraordinarily influential over the young minds of our generation. If you ask me, this is absolutely and utterly disgusting on humanity. However, to the other three, that, or four, rather, that I mentioned, I will say that that is absolutely fantastic. Exactly. And it's just fucking... <sighs> I'm trying to say it without making myself sound as them, in a sense. <clears throat> For those out there who really look up to these people... Why? 
That's, exactly. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care if you, like, fucking want to fuck them or anything. That's a completely different thing. I mean, hell, I want to fuck Emma Watson. It doesn't mean that I want to marry, actually. You know what? I wouldn't mind marrying Emma Watson. But for any case, <laughs> you don't have to. again. I'm sorry? You're, you're slurring a little bit. Was I? You were slurring a little bit. I said, was I? Yes. Well, I apologize. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Tris, explain what you want to say about um, <clears throat> one of the dick bags. Alright. Justin Bieber. He is Canadian. I have recently said in one of the many poker games which has been held at my house for the last couple of weeks. I have said that after my career in the military, I absolutely hope to God that I actually am able to pursue a career in bodyguarding so that I can bodyguard Justin Bieber once in my life. And I don't care if I go to jail because I will bitch slap him so hard that he will probably not even know who he is anymore because I think that he deserves it. Because I already think that he's an asshole. Before I even knew that. Before I knew what I just told all of you, I already thought that he deserved a good old bitch slap. The Trish slap. A Trish slap. Yes. That's what we'll call it this episode, the Trish slap. The Trish slap. <laughs> but yes, I think that guy is an absolute asshole. I think that he does not deserve to be making millions of dollars. And personally, I just think he's a jerk. What's funny is that this guy doesn't know his ass from his elbow, in a sense. I'm not talking about, like, he's not intelligent, obviously. If you, if this guy no. can be piggybacking, he's fucking intelligent. Because no, nobody really, in the right mind would not. I really, really, really do not think that he is all that intelligent. I, I think don't think that th either, but I said he has some form of intelligence in him. He has some form of intelligence, but I think it's probably an average IQ. Let's go below average. Alright, fine, just a little bit below. I have an average IQ, I don't want to be ranked up with this asshole. <laughs> See, I don't even know what my IQ is. Um, well, if you read a lot, like my teacher in 8th grade <clears throat> read... I apologize for that. Your excuse. Read for uh, books for about 8 years straight, like constantly bought new books because she wanted to reread again. And her IQ is 115. My brother's IQ is 115. My IQ is 96. Now, I did good in the math portions. I would have a very high IQ, but I don't do well in math, obviously. But for those who... I'm emotionally intelligent, for those who want to know. But I'm not that kind There's of... There's a difference, for those of you that don't know. Abraham Lincoln's emotionally intelligent. You know, that actually makes a lot of... I think he... I did actually, you know what, I'm going to cut myself off there. Um, I actually... Like a, like I think, you. No, no, no. Actually, I think he was a mixture of both. Well, I could see how he could be a mixture of both, but... I but mean... Considering what he did. Yes. Considering that what he is, even, in a sense, um, an emancipator, and since in Fallout 3, they call him the Great Emancipator. 
yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, this guy ended slavery in the States. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Funny thing is, Canada never had to put up with that. Because <laughs> Britain was like, oh, shit, these guys fought us. Uh, no, if anything, Britain was just like, yeah, this probably isn't a good idea. And then they saw the States doing it, and they were like, guys, guys, just, just calm down. Well, no, actually, what's funny, um, the British offered freedom to black slaves... African-American slaves, I should say. I have to be politically correct. Okay. But um, I don't like being politically correct sometimes because it's just annoying because I don't like counting race as people. Uh, separation from humanity. <laughs> humanity is one person. I don't like cutting it in half. Oh, being proper. So <laughs> annoying, I know. But we have to because we'd be considered anything and it's just a hassle. But... What's funny is that it's just Britain gave freedom to slaves in the Americas who joined the British Army and naval forces, I assume. And oh, why? The Merchant Navy was a thing. The Merchant Navy? You don't know about that? Never heard about them. Again, I'm taking American history, by the way. They will try no, no, no. to make their dicks bigger than Britain's. I'm letting you know I now. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, so, the Merchant Navy, uh, one of my uncles actually served in the Merchant Navy. The Merchant Navy was generally similar to the idea of reservists in both the States and Canada. Reservists, for those of you who don't know, are part-time military. Um, I myself, I'm a reservist, so I'm not a full-time soldier, but, hey, fuck you, I still count as a soldier. Uh, for those people that might be regular force that are listening to this, I do not think that I'm better than you. Anyway, so the Merchant Navy was generally a whole bunch of citizens who were like, yeah, I sail a boat, I'll totally help you guys out. A lot of the Merchant Navy actually ended up smuggling a lot of refugees out of areas that were attacked, like Britain, for example, during the bombing. Which is a great idea, which is a great ordeal, because... Oh, yeah. For those who don't know... Nazis are not the greatest people to have a negotiation with or a war with. Um, they treat their own people right. Mostly, I would say a war with, because unless I'm wrong, and if I am wrong, any German listener that we have, if we have any, please point this out. Um, if I'm correct, uh, my father, who has been on this show, um, Muzz, for those of you that don't know, mm-hmm. he is special, if you don't know him. He was in the Christmas special. Um, he actually went to Germany on a business trip. And he was shown something that absolutely shocked and amazed him. Um, and it was simply that there are hills in Germany, like complete mountains, mm-hmm. which are literally only made up of building remnants of the Third Reich. So, generally, as my father put it, and and there's a very large cross on top of every single mountain or hill that they make. Um, The reason for this is because it is pretty much the German people saying, this will never happen again. Because they all really do regret that World War II even happened. It would have happened anyway, no matter what. I mean... I, well, I, okay, that's that's a huge, that's a huge discussion. But we're not getting into tech. We only 14 minutes, so we'll talk about the third. Oh hell, stuff. we can go for two. But nonetheless, yes, I understand what you're we saying. We can go for two. We have an hour on our time limit. But um, 
What's funny is that, for those who don't know, I am German in a sense. I'm half German. And, I didn't uh, know that. Now you know. Ergo, I'm very white. Um, for those who really want to know about this stuff, it's that um, in Germany, they're very, very, very strict about that kind of stuff. And... Excuse me. You're welcome. I read a book in 8th grade, right? The book yeah. was called The Wave. Now, I didn't... Now, the author who came to my school, and I had a writer's workshop with him, because my teacher knew I liked to write. I didn't want to go, because I didn't... I didn't want to hear how this guy would write a story. I, I had my own idea. I had my own way of writing. I don't want to, you know, be have this guy influence me. He's a funny guy. I'm not gonna lie. He's a really funny guy. He's a, he looks really relaxed. Um, a new teacher. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off there. Hmm? A new teacher that has a good sense of humor is a good fucking teacher. Well, he wasn't a teacher. He was an author. But yes, he. She also <laughs> had a great sense of humor. Well, you get what I mean. Yes. <laughs> I mean, many of my teachers who I love have the best sense of humor, I can imagine. Oh, yeah, me too. See? Those who are really boring and strict are not intentionally fun. No matter how hard I try, I can't make them laugh. But, anyway, back to the story. So, the guy wrote the book called The Wave. Hmm? The Wave is based off uh, an essay done by a guy in the California area. Mm. I think. I Remember, it's been a while since I've heard, remembered this, so I'm going to have to dig back. Um, so what happened was, he did an experiment, a classroom experiment, where he would have students enact a third Reich way of living. Like, one power, one people, etc. They weren't gassing anyone, I'm letting everyone know now. It'd be too fucking widespread, but what they did was, they... The classroom would basically, everyone who was a part of it, called the wave, would wear a band and have a wave on it. And it was like power through community, power through strength, power through people, etc. This reminds me of a book that I heard about. Yeah, it's it's a book, man. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because I remember looking at this book in my old high school. Um, it's called The Wave, man. I don't actually remember it being called that, but it, it has a similar idea. Anyway, continue. And the book was basically about a teenager who was a... I didn't like the book. I'm going to let everyone know I didn't like the book. The character was too annoying for my standards, at least. Shit. Go figure. A lot of people say the same thing about Catcher in the Rock. Catcher in the Rock is actually... I like that book. Although he was a little annoying, but he was pretty interesting as a person. He was a little annoying, but that's only because he was a 17-year-old. Exactly. But they, but they portrayed a good teenager, didn't they? Oh, they portrayed a fantastic teenager. I, I adored that book. Exactly. That book. It's a really good book. Anyone who hasn't read it, I don't care what state you live in, and it apparently it killed this person. Well, you know, some people are called insane. Me and Tris are both of those people. Then there are people who are called sane. <laughs> they are crazier than us. I actually quite agree that you and I are probably insane. Yes, but we're not going to kill anyone. Oh, uh, precisely. Precisely. I, I mean, like, there are some times where I think, you know, I want to beat the crap out of this guy, but, you know, I'm not going to. Same here, I get, like, weird ideals, but that's a different subject for a different time. So, we... So, in the book, basically, teenage nonconformist, doesn't conform, boyfriend's conformist, he joins, they get into a little fight, uh, then he shows the teacher, she tells the teacher, shows him what's going on, 
teacher wakes up and goes, I know how to fix this. They get in the big rally, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly, this actually happened. This part of the book was real life. Got to a rally, right? Mm-hmm. A little dramatized, but... So the whole rally was everyone with the armband, right? Yeah. Everyone was still part of the wave, and they played a big screen, and the guy goes, I'm not your leader. He f- snaps his finger, and, and the screen shows Adolf Hitler. This is your leader. Wow. I love that. that was probably my only favorite thing of the book, that he showed people that what happened. And everyone was like, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. And there was one guy in that whole book, he was the teacher's pick. He loved this idea, and they made a documentary on this stuff. He never showed up for the documentary. Huh. He That's was funny. heartbroken. I mean, it's not funny. I mean, he was a heartbroken guy because he looked up to this stuff, and then he realized he was liking fascist Nazism. He no, that that what I mean by that's funny is, and like that's that's interesting. Like that's it, it's fascinating how the teacher completely like took the ideas and changed it in a way to make people accept it. And then as soon as everyone accepted it, he was like, by the way, you're totally following this philosophy right now. Well, because he, because it was a classroom experiment, he didn't think anyone, he didn't meant for everyone to take it so seriously. Because everyone took it so serious. Like, there would be fights because no one was wearing the hour band. People wouldn't be able to go into stands at the game because everyone, because you weren't a part of the wave. Wow. People that, took it off the ass. That's why he did it. He did, if he thought it didn't wouldn't go that far, he would never have done that. That's that's fascinating. Like that's that actually reminds me of like those old old um, biology class projects. I don't know if they still go on. Um, oh, I I've been out of school for a long time. I've been in bio. I'm in biology right now, so I can tell you. But it's an American okay. thing. But uh, no, it's it's that old experiment of like you know give a kid an egg or whatever and see if they can take care of it for a week. Oh, uh, we don't do. We I did that in eighth grade. Okay, I I, I cracked never, my egg. I, I never ever ever did anything like that. I we were we never even spoke about anything like that here. Um, but it, it reminds me of that sort of an idea where you take this this simple simple concept and you get your entire class to think about it, and they all just get so absorbed into it. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, some of my people, some of my friends actually got absorbed into it. There were the couples. Um, there were a lot of ah, males yeah. in my class, so we couldn't really do it because of fear of homophobia. So we were just all single fathers. And we had journals, so we would write. So I wrote a story. It was a little silly, but it was about... So I wrote. So I turned it into a little story. I didn't really give a shit for it. So I just made it completely silly. Like, my wife, di- my apparent wife died in a banana race. <laughs> I don't know if it exists, but that's something that could happen. That's pretty amazing. Actually, um, Maya, uh, who has been on the show uh, sometimes, for those of you that don't remember, um, she's occasionally over here with me. Uh, she actually had an experiment in her biology class, which was similar. However, what they did was instead of an egg, they gave you like this... Um, Hamster. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was like a stuffed animal, like puppet sort of deal. Kind of like Peanut from... Um, Jeff Dunham? Uh, yes, thank you, from Jeff Dunham. I was trying to think of the name. I mean, it was, it was kind of like that, like a mixture of like a mannequin puppet slash, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they would give you that, and you would have to like treat it as a real child and like write a journal about it and everything like that. Apparently, this thing was so creepy, or rather creepy-looking, that what she did 
was she took it home, shoved it into her closet, didn't let it out whatsoever, and just wrote a fake journal about it. That's terrible. I mean, imagine if her child... That would, that's something I would do. That, something that creepy would never take it out of that closet. I'd probably burn it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, um, little Timmy died in a fire uh, over the week. <laughs> um, I was we, drunk, and I... Not, and I Fell on my chair into a fireplace that was well lit while we were running. No, no, no. If, if anything, if anything, I would just be like, "Look, I I drank a bit. Um, I was smoking. I fell over while I was coming back to my chair and smoking, and uh, the cigarette fell on top of little Timmy, and he just he burned alive. Like I don't know how else to put this. He burned alive. He burst in the flames. Yeah, like he he just spontaneously combusted. <laughs> Like, it was, it was spontaneous human combustion. I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Young. I don't know how else to explain it to you. By the way, Miss Young was actually my biology teacher in high school. Um, and, and, yeah, that, that, would be, that would be the thing. But, but going back, um, it is really, really fascinating how you can do that kind of a thing, like a, an entire social experiment. I actually wanted to do a social experiment in my life. It's just, A, I don't know how to get the funding for it, B, I don't know who would be into it, and C, I don't know how I'd even do it. <laughs> I can help you all if you can tell me it in four minutes, and I'll give you all the answers you need. Believe me, I'm the guy who likes social experiments. Okay, well, okay, first off, have you ever seen, um, uh, I think it was called Das Experiment? Das Experiment? Yeah. No, I have not. Sorry, my German came out. Okay, don't, no, 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 no worries. It's, it's a German film. No, all right. Um, Perfect, okay. We will discuss that in the next episode, because that actually goes... It, it, it's a long thing. Well, what are we going to talk about for four minutes? <clears throat> we can talk about whatever the hell you damn well please. You want to cut it here, and then we can just go, go into okay. the next episode? We certainly could. Or alternatively, we could talk about how fucked up the game Isaac was. Isaac? Oh, you mean Binding of Isaac? Yes. See, on my desktop, it's just Isaac. <laughs> I just see, like, this little, like, 8-bit kid crying. We have to redo that, man. We have to we, redo that. We do. That was a very difficult game. Actually, it's coming on PS4 and Xbox. Oh my god. I'm a remake gonna, of it. I'm actually gonna get a PS4. When it comes out in Canada. No, it's already out. It's just I need the money. No, no, it's like they don't restock until January 25th. No, no, but my point is, like, it's already released in Canada. It's just, I need Oh, uh, yeah. Because, I mean, like, honestly, new consoles, they cost a fuck ton. For those who don't know... <laughs> For those who don't know, new consoles, because most of you might be kids, most of you might be young adults who still have their parents pay for Christmas gifts and whatnot. Like, for example, Xbox One, I think it goes for, like, what, $800 right now? Probably five, probably less than that. They can't go that high. Oh, okay, probably less. Probably, like, 400 That sounds reasonable. That sounds what they would do. Not reasonable, I'm so reasonable. But oh, no, it's not reasonable at all. Like, that's the thing. Like, a new console costs, like, between 400 $500. And then you wait a year, and then it goes down to, like, $200. Exactly. Like, a new console is a fuck ton of money. Not only that, it is full of so many bugs. Especially, especially the Xboxes. Um, I'd love to hear you and Joe talk about this, because Joe would fucking rant on you so hard. Yeah, but the thing is, the PS4 has actually been logged as being 
better in almost every way. They're so similar, though, but I mean... They're similar, yes, but the PS4 is, hands down, better. Because the Xbox, One, <laughs> the Xbox One is a piece of shit. It's literally just a more advanced Xbox 360. And the worst part about it is that you constantly need to be connected to the internet. Now, PS4, you know, which is why I like it. Sometimes, well, usually I'm all signed in, but sometimes I don't go online for days. <laughs> because the thing is, the thing is that um, Xbox One is trying to be a quote-unquote, and this is what the 360 tried to be, tries to be a total entertainment package. And I am quoting that. Is that what the fuck a computer is? Why? <clears throat> exactly. Microsoft only knows computers. I'm sorry to say this, everyone. Exactly. Like, uh, the Xbox 360 was good. I liked it. It's just, you know what? So like, it. It's time to move on. Um, the PS4 is just graphically and, and in hardware and software, it's just better. In quality, it's better. In performance, it's better. And in um, ju just in clauses, it's better. And I don't mean Santa clauses. Ho, ho, ho. Um, I mean, just in general. Yeah. Anyway, Trish, we have 53 seconds. Any final thoughts? My only final thought is I hope, certainly hope, that you all stick around for the next episode of Mosaic Minds because we are definitely going to record another episode. Yes. Hope to see you then. See you all then. Peace. We will see you all soon. Good night. <laughs>